Hi, I'm Jim Stroud, and this is my podcast. I don't know if you saw this on the news. You probably have. If not, people have been talking about it (laughs) ad nauseum. But in case you don't know... Let me tell you this, big box electronics retailer Best Buy is under fire after it was revealed a company leadership program specifically barred white people from participating. Now, details of the discriminatory program caused outrage on social media after they were leaked by James O'Keefe's new watchdog group, OMG. You probably remember him from Project Veritas. Now, uh, following news of the leadership program's evidently racist details, Best Buy CEO Corey Barry made her ex-account, her Twitter account, still getting used to the name, (laughs) her ex-account private. Now, as you might expect, there was outrage online about this and calls for boycotting. If you go on Twitter, X, (laughs) you'll find plenty of of, uh, angst there, plenty of anger there. Now, the whole incident, when I saw this, had me thinking about had me thinking about diversity training and how it tends to be taught these days. So much so, I really went down a rabbit hole of research and I wrote a special report on the state of diversity training as I see it and uh, the history of it. And I put it all together in a special report called Racism Reimagined, How Wokeism is Destroying the Workplace. I'm going to read an excerpt from it um, right after this. Stay tuned. Hey, guess what, guess what, guess what? I will be speaking at SourceCon in Minneapolis about the impact of AI on the recruitment industry. It's been a long time since I spoke in public, thank you COVID, (laughs) but I'm back on the circuit now. If you wanna see my triumphant return to the stage or my spectacular failure, (laughs) time will tell, meet me at SourceCon in Minneapolis, September 21st through September 22nd. Register now because tickets are going fast. And when you do register, use the code JSSSCFLL23 to get 10% off the ticket price. I'll say it again because it was a mouthful. Use the code JSSCFLL23 to get 10% off the ticket price. I'll say it again. Ah, never mind. Just, just look at the podcast description. The discount code and the link to register is there for your convenience. Now, will I see you soon at SourceCon? I hope so. SourceCon, here I come! Okay, as I was saying, I wrote an ebook called Racism Reimagined uh, How Wokeism is Destroying the Workplace. And I wrote it in response to the Best Buy controversy. Actually, it's not really true. Actually, I wrote about it uh, prior to the Best Buy controversy, but the Best Buy controversy brought it to mind. So I decided to finish it up and release it. So uh, I'm going to quote to you now an excerpt from that ebook that you can download freely. The um, link is in the podcast description. So here's, uh, let me flip a page. I'll start right here. Okay. Quote. Well, it's all a quote because from my book. All right. <laughs> all right. Here we go. Another reason why companies invest in such trainings, of course, talking about diversity trainings at this point. Another reason why companies invest in such trainings is to secure a type of insurance against possible damages. 
in this hyper-polarized political atmosphere and added attention to race due to woke culture, companies are rightly concerned about the potential of an offended mob coming for their business. So, out of an abundance of caution, they quickly checked the box of social responsibility to prevent lawsuits and leftist outrage. However, in that pursuit of short-term solace, they ignored the possible long-term consequences. What happens the day after you implement diversity training, especially those based on critical race theory, which is ingrained within the woke culture? Um, in my book, I list, in my ebook, I list several reasons, several things that I think will happen after you implement diversity training, uh, especially the diversity training that's based on critical race theory. Um, I have several reasons in this ebook, but I think I'll just name three. Okay. So here is the first thing I think will happen once you implement diversity training in the workplace. Okay, I think one likely result is a drop in morale and an increase in alienation. Why? Well, diversity-related training programs often celebrate the history, culture, and contributions of minorities to the American way of life, whereas white people are told to be, quote, less white, which was the case in recent diversity training at Coca-Cola. Being less white means to be less oppressive, less ignorant, and more humble. White people are then instructed to listen and validate the grievances of minorities and explain how they personally contributed to it by virtue of them being born white, which was the case in another recent diversity training at Disney. As a result of this type of training, the white people walk away feeling that they themselves, their culture, their perspectives and interests are not valued at the institution, certainly not as much as those of minority team members, reducing their morale and productivity. As a result, the white people are looking to leave the company as soon as they can. And on the other side of the spectrum, minorities have to wonder if they have been denied opportunities and privileges inside the company because of their race and not their individual merits. The second thing I think will happen to your office once you implement diversity training is I think you will destroy the cohesiveness of your teams. I mean, how can anyone who is white engage with a minority co-worker after a diversity training based on critical race theory? They will feel like they have to walk on eggshells for fear of being called a racist due to a microaggression that they didn't know they were projecting. This gives the impression that the minorities in the company are fragile, easily offended, such being the case, it's less likely that they will want to build a close working relationship with them. So forget about a strong team dynamic because one set of people is fearing oppression and always on guard against racism, which according to critical race theory, racism is an ever-present reality. And another group trying not to risk their jobs and personal reputations over some misunderstood word, deed, or even gesture. 
The third thing I think will happen after you implement diversity training is I think you will likely create a hostile work environment. Let me explain. Okay, after you have alienated your workers and destroyed the cohesiveness of your team, what happens next is a hostile work environment. Now, add to the anxiety that will likely breed in that atmosphere and you have the building blocks of a hostile workplace environment. Imagine these thoughts going on in the office after a series of new diversity initiatives. Why didn't I get that raise? Why aren't I leading the project? Was it because my boss is white and they are oppressing me because I'm black? And why did the manager promote David over me, even though I'm more experienced? Was it a political promotion to meet a racial quota? If so, that's unfair because I cannot afford to leave this job. How can I expect to move up the career ladder here if I'm the wrong color? As further evidence of the detrimental effects of diversity training based on critical race theory, uh, review a video that will be linked inside of the report. But let me go on. Uh, in it, Dr. Karlyn Boryshenko interviewed Jennifer Friend, a licensed clinical social worker in private practice in the Washington, D.C. area, about her experiences with critical race theory. Now, what made the video so compelling, and again, I'm, I'm citing a video that's cited in the report, uh, what made this video so compelling to me was when Boryshenko cross-referenced Friend's experience against her doctoral dissertation on workplace bullying. It was quite illuminating to see how diversity training based on critical race theory had the following effects. Let me read those effects to you. Anxiety attacks, sleep disturbances, feeling of isolation, team dynamics destroyed, and reluctance to self-expression. Now, there are other things I can mention, um, but that would make this podcast much, much longer than it needs to be. And I want you to see the report because in the report, I have links to videos. Uh, I heavily cite my sources and um, give you a lot of food for thought <laughs> if you are considering uh, diversity training. And you know what? Let me read this section to you. At, at the very beginning of the report, I have a synopsis of what to expect. So let me read that to you just so you know what you would get uh, when you download and read this report. And I hope you do. So the synopsis is this. Um, I explain wokeism and how I think it impacts society. Afterwards, I take things a step further and discuss how the movement infiltrated the workplace through diversity training. I dive into reasons why I am not a fan of modern day diversity training. Then, and this is crucial, I go into a mini rant on why diversity training should not, should not, should not be banned. And to support my assertion, I give several suggestions on how it could be improved, in my opinion. So there you go. Um, I really hope that you download the report. I hope you share it. I hope you like it. I um, hope you dislike it <laughs> because that would meant that you've read it. And um, uh, so, yeah. So please download it. Link is in the podcast description. Uh, download it, read it, share it, uh, talk about it, whatever. I, I, it's for you. So, and by all means, if you are considering diversity training and uh, 
send it to your HR department. <laughs> Give them food for thought. Not that I am poo-pooing all the diversity training out there, uh, just the ones that are based on critical race theory, which is uh, too many of them in, in my opinion. But that's just my thought. Thank you for listening this far. And thank you in advance for downloading and reading the report. Well, my time is up. I thank you for yours. I'll see you again real soon right here with a brand new episode of the Jim Stroud Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, feel free to reach out to me. I can be reached by email at jimstroud at jimstroud.com. And one last favor, if I may ask, please rate this podcast. Uh, Five stars is preferred, (laughs) but uh, please uh, comment uh, with your honest opinion. I really appreciate that. All right. Okay, until next time, bye-bye. Bonjour, this is Fabulously Delicious, the French food podcast. I'm Andrew Pryor, and every week I bring you the wonderful and fabulous people involved in French food, whether they're here in France like me or from around the world. Each week, we dive into a specific topic, be it a French dish, an ingredient, or a French cuisine cooking technique. My guests are all about French food. So, come join me on Fabulously Delicious, the French food podcast. Bon app!